It's just because it's you, dude. I know. All right. All right, we'll, we'll do it for real. Okay. What's up, guys? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's just me, uh, Cole. That was his interview. Um, I hope you enjoy <laughs> Um, hey. That's going in the intro. <laughs> What's up, guys? Welcome to episode three of Convincing Creatives. We have Cole Bryan here on the show, a good friend of mine here in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. We're recording live. Uh, Cole, welcome to the show, man. Hey, uh, thanks. Uh, yeah. Glad to be here. Yeah. Uh, so quick disclaimer, I've, I've known Cole for a little while, and uh, it's really hard to interview your friend because you just have like history and everything's funny. Is that, is that what's going on? Yeah. I, for, for whatever reason, Evan makes me laugh a lot, and he makes me act a little silly. He brings out the silly side of me. So what can if, I say? If we, if we, I don't know what I mean, you can say. That's, that's <laughs> what you can say. I mean, no, act, that's like legitimately the truth. No, like if we act, yeah. if we're acting weird, it's because. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's because we're weird people. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. We're weirdos. Um, but anyway, thank you for watching the show. This is episode three. We're going to talk to Cole Bryan. We're here uh, at Cole's workplace. Contrast Films. Yes, yes. We are currently conducting this mm-hmm. podcast inside my place of work. Yes, it's a it's a cool vibe. It's a very cool, cool vibe. We've got cool nice space. chairs. I like it. Um, and yeah, it's a good know. place to do an interview. Um, so, Cole, yeah. let's let's go ahead and give people a little background on yourself. So, tell us about like what do you do? What are you up to now? What's Cole all about? Okay. Um, I'm a guy. I'm not that interesting, firstly. Uh, I am an associate producer is my current job title slash career. Uh, I work in the film industry, technically. Uh, but he does a lot of other stuff. Yes. Adventuring. That's what I like to call it. <coughs> uh, in a very me. loose way. Yes. So I, uh, I I'm uh, technically kind of went down the path of dropping out of college did a bit of world traveling, little Europe, little Africa, little Asia. Uh, so Cole has actually hiked the Appalachian Trail all the way through. So he's technically considered a through hiker. Yes. So you want to tell us a little bit about what a through hiker is and what you kind of had to go through. Um, I'll let you tell the story, but just a quick disclaimer. Cole actually quit his job to go hike the trail. Yes, I and, quit. I, I quit yeah. my job. I sold my car. Yeah. I sold everything. Complete minimalism. I mean, what was that like? Dude? Uh, okay, I mean, so hiking the Appalachian Trail, I like to say, was the worst thing that's ever happened to me, and also the best thing that's ever mm. happened to me. It was a very uh, huge experience. It it took me uh, five and a half months to hike the trail, and okay. uh, you know, you kind of quit your life and you kind of start a new life. And I you're can like, only imagine. I mean, yeah, like, I mean, your life is. Literally, like let's be honest. This he lives in a city downtown Baton Rouge. It's not a huge city, but it's a city. And to just go from comforts of living into the wilderness. Yeah, I think I think uh, the reason why I did that. uh, I think my mantra of life is like life is pretty short. Yeah, I think uh, sometimes I find myself going to sleep, waking up, going to sleep, waking up, and I'm wondering. What is happening? What mm-hmm. am I doing? Where are we going? Like, what is, you know, uh, there's a lot of thought, you know, sure. ex- existential crises with what is life really about? And I think the truth is, is like, you know, you can talk about it all day, but at the end of the day, life is just flying by and you really got to get out there. Mm-hmm. You really got to get out your comfort zone. You really got to, you've just got to go do something. And I think that's what I wanted. Mm-hmm. I wanted to do something, mm-hmm. like really do and something. And you felt like you hadn't before or was it, well, were you struggling? In I felt like I place? did. I, I think it was, uh, I had done something before. I think when I dropped out of college, I only went to college for a year, but when I dropped out to college, I just didn't know what I wanted mm-hmm. to do. I knew I wanted to be in the film world uh, as as a 
creative person? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, what is a creative these days anyway? I mean, that's such a, th- I mean, that term is thrown around all the time. Yeah, I don't know. I guess everyone's a creative because everyone's got an Instagram and stuff. But, um, Ooh. so I see a sense a little, uh, Spice under no, them. I just think uh, I think yeah. everything's a little blended together a little more for now sure. because for of sure. social media and mm-hmm. it's like that's just how it is. Whatever, it's the way of life's changing too, and that's okay. Um, I just think uh, everyone's a little creative. I just think some people are. I would say I'm a creative in how I choose to live my life at times. Mm. Like uh, I don't. It's not like I sit here and I don't paint. I don't you know, direct movies. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't like even aspire to, even though I work as a producer in the film industry, mm-hmm. I don't really even know what that's what I want to do. I mean, I enjoy being around creative mm-hmm. people. Yeah. I, I like creative people. I like people that think outside the box. But I think I think what I'm trying to make a point on is, is I just like people. Mm. I like, I don't like everyone, but I, I, I think people are the most interesting thing in the world Mm. and the more that you travel it to me traveling is not about making my instagram look cool it's not about uh feeling like i've been to all these places it's not even about feeling like i've made the most of my life even though that's kind of like my mantra to me traveling and like doing some of the things i've done uh or you know the fulfillment i get out of my job working in the film industry is just having a chance to have small moments Mm. um that make life seem worth it and, and you get that through meeting people um, who are interesting. For sure. And do you feel like you need that in your life? Like, tell me, tell me, like, why, I mean, a sane person, a sane person would, would never do that. Like, in conventional American corporate society, that would be the last thing people would do because they'd say, oh, you've given up security. But yeah. I think that security is sort of overrated because well. if, if, I mean, it has a function, but I feel like you don't grow if you're too secure. I think you have to find a balance, no doubt. Like you don't want to live in the wilderness forever. But no, yeah, you have to find a balance. You do. I mean, that's what life is about. Like, how do you find a balance? Like, tell me about you know how you go from Cole, the the AT through hiker, to Cole, the video producer sitting at a desk, to Cole, you know, shooting on you know videos or for YouTube because you do YouTube too. I mean, a little bit, yeah. yeah. Um, I don't, I don't do much YouTube. I wish I did more. Uh, you can start. You can keep going back. I know. The beauty of it, dude, it's 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 just getting bigger. Look at you. <laughs> I mean, you know, I just I got like three hundred some subscribers, bro. I mean, Dang, bro, it's casual. <laughs> Holy shit, dude, it's casual. Um, okay, rephrase that question. So, I mean, really, like, why why do you feel like it's important? And and how do you kind of balance? To, well, not to yeah, to have balance because you do go from just because I know you. And why I've is it important to go this. do those things? Well, why is it important to do those things? And how do you bring it into your video producer life? And how does that impact your life? You know, maybe five years from now, you're going to go back and do another big adventure. I don't know. For whatever why is that important? for whatever reason, uh, I have this like overwhelming need in my mm. life to I feel to do something big, sure. to do something that is a little scary, to do something that's difficult. Right. And I think in everyone's own lives, they can interpret that in different ways. Like mm-hmm. everyone is kind of going through in their own sense something that may be big or difficult or scary to them. Uh, and, you know, of course, there's a lot of people that are like stuck in comfort. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I, I don't like being the person that says, oh, all, you know, all these people just never want to get out their comfort zone. I, I disagree. Mm-hmm. I think currently I'm in my comfort zone. I think currently at work, there are certain aspects of my life where it's like I, I get stressed out. I get anxious. I get out of my comfort zone, uh, you know, producing things. But I think essentially sometimes I'll, I, I'm like sitting here and I'm mm-hmm. like thinking about my life and I'm like, wow, dude, uh, 
you know, a couple of years ago, you were like hiking this trail and being like, you know, really putting yourself mm-hmm. out there. And now what are you doing? Like what, seriously, like what are you doing? Well, uh, my counter would be you're producing videos and you're producing music videos and you're doing other things. So my, th- learning, my takeaway learning. from that is that you've been flexible in what your definition of comfort is. Yeah. Or maybe just like, I don't know. You know, you never really fully ask mm. for th- the things you get in life, mm. right? I mean, of course, you work for things. And you hope you, things you, happen. You, but, you yeah. shoot for things. Right. But, uh, you know, I was definitely in the first place fortunate to fall into uh, the video world in terms of work. Mm-hmm. I was fortunate. Yeah, I was uh, I was very fortunate to fall into the video world uh, when it comes to working. Um, I definitely did not just automatically jump into producing mm-hmm. it's it's very much something i'm still learning sure uh it's something that i'm you know i aspire it challenges me for sure i aspire to grow with it i aspire to learn with it but uh by no means would i consider anything like oh i've like made it i'm, I'm just kind of like i'm fortunate to have the opportunity that i have to work in the video world but um i didn't necessarily i don't know it's yeah well what do you think is is the biggest what do you think is the biggest challenge in the film and video world? You've been working it for a while. Like, do you like certain things? Do you dislike certain things? Do you wish it was more, you know, open to certain things? Cause it's a very structured world. Let's, let's go ahead and put that out there. You think the video world structure, I think in, in the traditional sense, like in, in a Hollywood sense, but I think yeah. in terms of like what I'm doing, I've made my own structure. And I think what you're doing is sort of similar, but like the general film industry as a, you know, going big with it, is really structured in my opinion. And and I think that now in 2018, people are starting to realize, oh, I can make a YouTube channel. Oh, I can make my own feature film. And that's powerful. Like people are taking initiative in ways that they have not done in recent years. A, because the technology is cheaper. Yeah, I think it's and, easier. And B, because it is a little easier because you don't have to go to LA if you don't want to. I mean, it certainly yeah. is an option. But I mean, if you want to do it from like middle of nowhere, Idaho, you yeah. can do it. I mean, It's kind of like when I said... Uh, People are more creative nowadays yeah. just because, like, you have a phone and yeah. you have, like, well, I mean, it's yeah. amazing. It, the, I mean, the, people have made films with phones. I mean, that's the thing. People always reference, like, oh, you can make a film with a phone. That's incredible. I think it's incredible that you can make a YouTube video with a phone that could potentially go viral and reach millions of people. Yeah. If you have, it's, it's about the content. Like, I hate when people get bogged down by, like, you know, red or airy cameras or, you know, whatever your industry is, like gear. Like, because I think that stuff is awesome. It makes your work look better. But I think it's about content at the end of the day. Because if your content sucks, no one cares what you shot. Yes. Or what you painted with. I think that kind of comes back to Mm -hmm. uh, what I said about, like, to me, traveling is not necessarily the places. It's about the people. Mm. And it's like the people, you know, are the people making the content. Like, you're right. It's not about all that fluff that comes with video. It's like, it's about the people. It's like... You know, I've met so many directors or just people in the film industry that are just so awesome. And they, they you know, they're so like creative and inspiring and, mm-hmm. and to, it, it inspires me. And I think I think that's what's awesome about that world. Well, we live in it, such a big world and there's so many personalities and people. And I mean, you talk about being fascinated by people. Yeah. I mean, that's storytelling. Exactly. It's, it's the most ancient art form there is. It's yeah. people sitting around a campfire telling stories. Yeah. You know. If you ask me, Cole, do you want to work in the film industry for the rest of your life? I would say I have no idea. I don't think so. I don't I don't 
I don't know. I don't know yeah. if I even like producing yet. Yeah. Like I'm, I, I'm technically, I'm very new to this. It's been yeah. the past couple of years, but I, it's not like I've been in this for five, 10 yeah. years and I like, I'm really ingrained in it and I'm like this hot shot producer. Like, no, but you're starting. I, yes. Cause you're 24. Yes. Okay. At 24, I don't think anyone expects, and I, and I mean, I have to have this conversation with myself to be yes. completely honest with you is expects anyone I'm 25 to, to know exactly what you're doing forever and ever and ever. I mean, yes, I want to be a filmmaker, Yeah. but I mean, for me, it's, it's yes, film is my medium that I've become most comfortable with, but at the end of the day, I want to tell stories, Yeah. whether it's sitting here talking to you on the podcast or writing a book or, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I feel that. I mean, it's hard to narrow down why, but that's just the spark. Yeah. That's just kind of the basis of everything, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> it's sort and sweet. I mean, you know. Yeah, no, I mean, yeah. stories are everything, man. Like, that's all it is. Why does that matter, though? Like, today. Why do stories matter? Yeah, I mean, because think about this. People could say, oh, you know, there's so much that happens in the actual world. Why do stories matter? Because uh, people are bored and they want something to be interested in, and I don't know. So the real world's not interesting enough. There's no, much the real crazy world's, stuff that's the real going world's on. interesting. Uh, but it's a different type of interesting. Yeah, I was just being sarcastic. No, no, I know. I was just <laughs> busting you a little bit. Cool. Because I can do that. We have a rapport, dude. I got to use that <laughs> to my advantage. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, I like storytelling. I'm, I'm not like, a, I'm not well-versed with yeah. uh, movies. I'm not well-versed with, you know, everyone out there that's making stuff. Uh, but it doesn't even have to just be movies. It's just the general format of storytelling. Yeah. Which I find just fascinating. Because, I mean, again, it's old as time. Yeah. People have been doing it for thousands of years. And it's fascinating to me. Yeah, no, no, no. Because if you can compel someone with what you're saying, like, in theory, you can start to change the world. Yeah. As pie in the sky as that sounds, if you start and you execute in the right ways, you can. A lot of of people will will tell one really good story or make one really good film, and then they'll kind of write a great book and sort of taper off. And, you know, but it's hard to be consistent. But, I mean, I just think at the end of the day, storytelling is is, is really fascinating. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah. No, Um, uh, I think... I was going to say something. Um, I think story, you're saying storytelling. Mm. I think the, a big thing that it boils down to is perspective. I think True. that's all people look for and all they want is like hearing a story, hearing an argument, you know, talking to someone new. It's all going to give you a different perspective mm-hmm. on life. And I think it's it, think of like glasses, you know, like mm. I, I can't see very well. And if that's all I knew, then that would be all I knew would be blur. Mm. But you put on the glasses and it's like, wow, your whole perspective changes. And I think that's something that you can gain from storytelling. That's what you can gain from traveling or like meeting people is like perspective. And, you know, at the end of the day, you can get super deep with it and be like, wow, does life even mean anything? Like, what's the point of it? All this. Why am I even watching this podcast? I don't know. Honestly, <laughs> but like, but like, I think it's cool to, to strive to see things yeah. in different places, right. you know, like right. from different angles in different ways. Well, I it's think, empathy. It's yeah. having empathy for different people. I mean, the I glasses think, analogy yeah. is actually really interesting to me because it could say, you know, without the glasses, that could be someone who grew up in total poverty. And like they can't access everything that society has, and then you put yeah. the glasses on. That's someone who's. But also, you could put the glasses on, and then you could like hate what you see, and like wish mm. you didn't see that kind of stuff. Mm. So it's all perspective. You just got. Ooh, Cole just got real deep. <laughs> you didn't just think about Cole it. Cole just dude. got real deep. With I it. mean, I don't have any floaties. I don't know about you. You know, I mean, I, I like how <laughs> you took the it. Deep in, bro. 
<laughs> we're not the kiddie pool. It's not even. Yeah. No, for sure. Um, I think that's really fascinating. So, so tell me, like, what do you actually value, Cole, in your creative process um, as you make work, whether it is, and when I say work, and I want to, like, broadly define being creative, because the whole point of Convincing Creatives, our show, is talking about, A, why convincing, you know, creatives is important because, you know, we want to be convinced. Wait, what are we trying to convince people? Exactly. That's the question is why is what we're saying important? Like, why should people listen or, you know, what, what, why should people listen? Why why should people listen to us, but just in general, like creative people. Okay. They have something they want to say, right? Mm. At the end of the day. Yeah. Some people just do it because it's fun. Some people just like the way it makes everyone them has feel. something they want to say. But at the end of the day, you sort of have a message yeah. that you're trying to convey, whether it's really broad or really vague. Yeah. So it's sort of a dual meaning with our show. And I've said this in past episodes, but it's trying to boil down to A, why do people need okay. to care? I th- but B, but B is this, dude. Why is it important? for us to acknowledge our own struggles because sometimes we need the convincing let's be honest like because yeah, i course. hate the thing where everyone thinks that they're you know the best thing ever because i mean people can kind of come across a certain way where they act like they've made it but really they're 22 and they've got a thousand followers on instagram and they think they're it i think i think no one i think a big problem that everyone has mm-hmm. especially in this industry in any industry mm-hmm. any job any mm-hmm. job it does not matter what mm-hmm. you do in life Everyone has the sense of feeling like they're not at the level that their peers are. Yep. Everyone's comparison. Everyone feels like they see people mm-hmm. on Instagram or they, they catch up with an old friend and they're like, wow, they're killing it. And I don't feel like I'm killing it. It's not even so much a lack of confidence or a lack of happiness. I think you can be confident and happy sure. and still just feel like you're not that good mm-hmm. at what you're doing or feel like that, you know, you're going to walk into the room and not know what's going on and everyone else. Mm-hmm. is but the truth is one thing i've absolutely learned i do a lot of traveling i met a lot of people and uh and, and everything i've ever learned is like no one really knows what's going on no. and like not saying that no one knows what's going on people know what's going yeah. on but i think as i become an adult you used to be a kid and you looked up at adults and you thought wow they know they everything. know what's going on right. and the truth is no one really knows what's going on like People are always continually learning, mm-hmm. and you can have stubborn people or ignorant people who feel like they know everything. Yeah, sure. Um, but, you know, everyone's constantly learning, and I think that's what's uh, maybe interesting about creative people is I think creative people are more willing to put themselves out there with that. They're mm-hmm. more willing to, like, say, like, this is how I feel, and I'm going to present it to you in a way that hopefully you feel that way too. Yeah. Like, if you make a film... Uh, and I think that's what's always interested me about filmmaking in general specifically is that I have watched, you know, an obscure independent film and like really felt something right. or like, uh, you know, music, love music, you know, um, and it's it's like there will be a song that I feel like, you know, you almost don't even want to introduce it to other people because they don't. They just don't feel it mm-hmm. like you feel it mm-hmm. because you were exposed to it and, you know, you felt a certain way. But how a so- you can hear a song and just like it, it just like opens up this part of you. Yeah. I think I think that's a really beautiful thing. Definitely. And I, I absolutely think that's why um, I, I think that's what people want is they want to, you know, uh, the perspectives and like feel, you know, certain I feel like I'm rambling. No, dude. It's why art matters is because people, like you said earlier, everyone has a different perspective as to how they're seeing their current world. And everyone's worldview is going to be slightly different. Even if they agree on fundamentally 98% of whatever it is that they agree on, they're not going to see anything the exact same way. And that's what makes the art interesting. And it could be that slight 2% that you're talking about 
where if two people make a film, person A makes a film, Cole's like, yeah, that was pretty good. But person B, even though they're very similar, that 2% might be the spark that you're just like, dude, that film changed my life. Also, to me, I care less about the actual film and more about the person behind Mm it. Mm -hmm. And like a lot of times, to be honest, I don't watch a lot of people's works. I just don't care. Well, there's a ton of content. And it's not not like a dick thing. I'm just, I'm not going to sit and watch all your... You know, all not you specifically, sure. but like everyone's like everyone's thing. podcasts yeah. and everyone's documentaries and everyone's YouTube videos. Like I edit my YouTube videos, mm-hmm. and I could care less about them. Yeah. I don't even know why I post them. But people, well, it's because you have a perspective, and and yeah. whether you, well, see, and here's the thing: like a lot of artists don't watch their own work for many reasons because yeah. it's weird to watch your own stuff because you get in your own head. But also, like once you, especially if you're your editor. Like, I edit all my films, I edit this. I mean, you know, I see myself so much in my work and, and the things I do because I've just, I control the publishing of it. And yeah. so many people do today, which is awesome. Cause I think that's why we're getting more unfiltered perspectives. We're not getting like studios watering stuff down. But the B side of that is people aren't gonna spend the time watching their own work when they've edited it for hours and hours, like yeah. you said. I mean, once you finish hey, something, you're you're done. You know something I, I mean, thought about today, like kind of an epiphany yeah. I had. It's not really an epiphany, but uh, you were talking about like you get a, an unfiltered. Uh, mm-hmm. You're pushing out like sure. unfiltered content. Something I realized today is in in. I didn't realize that because I'm looking at other people and being like, "Wow, people yeah. are so dumb." I like real. I looked at myself and I was like, "Wow, Cole, you're an idiot." But what I realized is is that you know, I saw a comment that was like, "Don't teach someone how to fish, so that they can you know." provide food just teach them how to google so they can learn everything it's like a funny thing yeah and i was thinking about i was thinking about wow there's actually people out there that are not good at googling things and i'm like just knowing how to google is a skill well straight up yeah i thought about it and i was like wow like i'll google something and try to find an answer right Mm -hmm. not that there aren't definitive answers like how high is mount everest like yeah you're gonna get a definitive answer that's fine to google but there's honestly a lot of things like let's say political topics like you know climate topics you know all the major topics in life where there's a lot of opinions out there um i find that uh people people or or myself like i don't really do research I don't really sit there and like truly research things oh, really? anymore because what I'll do is I'll just like, I'll, I'll see, you know, I'll see a, a headline here. I'll see a headline there. I might read an article here, read an article there, but the truth is there's thousands and thousands of articles right. that are really just referencing other articles. Right. And it's like, I kind of thought about it. I was like, wow, kind of, you know, just Googling stuff has kind of made people, I think, lazy in how they try to like mm. take in information. Mm. Um, so you're saying that there's no way to verify sources that connect to these articles well i'm not doing my own personal research so you feel like it's important for people to not just take an opinion from well i think it's just i'm thinking about unfiltered content and i'm like so it's a bad i almost think it's a bad thing Mm. okay so i think like what you're saying it's like a content overload it's like you have so many people just putting out unfiltered content that it's uh it's a little bit just kind of overwhelming mm-hmm. and it kind of gets to the point where it's like okay okay for instance i some of my youtube videos involve sailing sure. i bought a sailboat like a year or so ago full disclaimer the dude literally bought a sailboat and you didn't know too much about you knew a little bit about sailing. well i know not i really know nothing still about sailing but i think that's what's cool about you because let's be honest no one i know has done that but you yeah and i think that's just interesting on a human level i yeah um yes yeah. so it's like what what inspired uh, you to do that 
Well, I wanted, I don't know. I, I just finished the AT. Mm-hmm. I had a little bit of savings left over to like, you know, go somewhere after the AT. And I was like, yeah, I want to buy a sailboat and live on a sailboat. Yeah. Just the idea of the freedom of it right. and just like to move where you want. Yeah. Kind of, kind of similar to like mm. the van life mm. stuff. And it's just like, you know, just being independent and being sure. able to go sure. somewhere, I think is, uh, I've always had that wanderlust. And so, yeah, I bought a boat. It's nothing fancy. It's just yeah. a small little sailboat. And uh, I plan to live on it and restore it and yeah. like uh, sail around. But I ended up uh, kind of, plans change, I guess. So I still sure. have the boat. I still work on it, but it's, I'm not like. It's like on the back burner. Yeah, I'm not living on it. But, but that's I, fine. I think it might be something I come back to yeah. in life. Um, you know how many projects people start? And put a bookmark in and then come back to five years later and finish. Yeah. No, I don't know how many. It's actually 5,302. <laughs> no, it's not. It's a little more. Um, but, I mean, at the end of the day, dude, it, it, it's not that uncommon. Like, I, I just find it interesting that you did that just on yeah, but I, I objective guess level. It is, it is interesting. You know? Most people do not buy sailboats. Um, because boats are like money pits at the end of the very day. much so. So I, I make YouTube videos about the boat, and um, the, I'm not like trying to be educational. I'm not trying to even be popular, but they have gained some mm-hmm. sense of sure. popularity, just like a little bit. Like I'll, I'll get you know a couple couple people that'll watch them and really enjoy it. And uh, I I wanted to make videos because I noticed uh, what I was doing was kind of a niche thing. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I just want to document the experience. And I'm really glad I did because it's it's cool to like look back at a video I made a year ago and just Definitely. be like, wow, look at you. Like, you know, you had no idea what you're doing and you still don't. But like, I know so much more than mm-hmm. what I did. So that was interesting. But yeah. also at the same time, uh, talking about like unfiltered content, it's just like, y- you know, you'll look at look up boat videos and they'll just there's just so much crap right now and it's like bad information yeah it's not it's not even that it's like there's a i think there's pros and cons to everything in life and everyone wants to like put everything like everyone that has a boat nowadays wants to uh put it out there and it's like that's i mean that's what i wanted to do i wanted to put it out there it's like duh it's like I'm the same as everyone else. I'm not trying to say I'm above everyone else and like everyone else is dumb. No, I'm the same as everyone else. That's why I just personally don't take my stuff very seriously. I don't try to uh, consider it super educational. It's just like, no, I bought a boat. This is my life, you Mm -hmm. know? Whatever. It's interesting that you say you don't take it seriously because you do make these very big decisions. Yes. But you say you don't take them seriously. No, I take the decision seriously. I just don't take the process. Well, I just like, I don't know. I think at the end of the day, it's like I like the pros Mm. from social media. I like the pros from YouTube and just being able to. It's that validation. That's what people like. Yeah, no. Well, I mean, have you seen the video where like the Facebook engineers talk about like how our brains are designed to, you know, like social media? Yeah, no, of course. I mean, it's 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 human nature. It's like hearing a praise. Right. You You want to hear. Yeah, it's awesome. Well, you're you're just like. When I hike the trail, uh, like low-key something i've probably never talked about uh when i f- completed the trail after i had hiked two thousand literally 2189 mm-hmm. miles i'd been in the woods for five and a half months i hiked and hiked and hiked and hiked every single day i thought about finishing that trail and like i just all i wanted to do was accomplish it when i finally finished that trail and i stood on the last mountain at the sign that completed the mm-hmm. you know end of my trail mm-hmm. uh, i you take a picture with that sign mm-hmm. right and I remember posting that picture and getting more like 
quadruple mm-hmm. as much likes as I've ever gotten before. Mm-hmm. And and so many people, you know, and of course, you know, I did something big. Sure. I did probably it's like a life event. It's like a li- it's a true life event. Right. Like some people have babies. I hiked a long distance sure. trail. And it's like it was a very big deal to me. Mm-hmm. And and it was exciting mm-hmm. to post that out there and have just like so many people like it and comment on it. And I don't I don't like want to be famous. I don't sure. like want I don't like want insta fame. I'm not like looking for a million followers. Mm-hmm. Like I don't care. But deep down I while I don't care, it's so like rewarding to, sure. to get that. And sure. I, I, so I definitely get it, but I think, uh, it's a hard thing to balance. So how do you feel coming back off of that? Cause I feel like coming back off the trail. Well, I mean, you can talk about, I, I'm curious to see like that first week or two back must've been weird, but yeah. also go it was macro less, with it. It was less weird. Yeah. It was less weird than you would think. It was kind of exciting. Like, yeah. Whole, wait, what? Cause I can, you could put it into perspective. Wait, what? I was like, no, I was like, what? I can sleep all day and eat all day. And do everything yeah. I want all day and watch TV all day. I was like, "This is the, this is amazing." Like every day for the past five and a half months, right. I woke up every day in the woods. I was cold and dirty and tired all the time, and I would eat pop tarts for breakfast every morning. Yeah. I wanted to shoot myself with my diet. Yeah. Not really, but like right. it was great coming home. It was exciting. It was like, oh my so God. So reset everything you knew. Well, it was just normal. Yeah. It was almost underwhelming yeah. finishing. Yeah. But what happened was is as time went on and months went by, I would say it wasn't like, it took like months and months and months. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, uh, it, you know, five or six months after I completed the trail, you you kind of dip down into this pretty serious like depression yeah like kind of like they call it post-trail depression but you know like with anything when you do something so big Mm -hmm. right like hiking the trail like that that was my life even though it was only half a year it was like that was my life for half a year you know Mm -hmm. and uh when i finished the trail that was it you know it you went home and it the trail stayed and that life that you had stayed and that those feelings that you would wake up you know, to every day, even though sometimes it was discomfort and being hungry and being mm-hmm. tired, uh, there was like a simplicity in that. It was a nostalgia. Yeah, but it, but like I said, like quite literally, it was the simplest I've ever lived my life. Right. Yet also, it was the hardest working I've ever been in my life. Yeah. It was this weird mix where it's like, you know, every day I would wake up wondering, why are you putting yourself through this? But then I thought my life couldn't be more simpler right mm. now. Like, I'm not worried about all the crap. I wasn't mm-hmm. thinking about social media. I wasn't thinking about the, you know, Trump and stuff like that. Like, yeah. I, I just was, I was just waking up and I was working hard and working towards a goal that I had. Mm-hmm. And it was very clear. And I think that's kind of what I strive for right now in life. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's that's part of why you get depressed is you kind of come back to life and you get so sucked up mm-hmm. and everything. And it's like, Oh my God. It's like, like the machine starts cranking back how, again and you got to get hot. All yeah. these Instagram models are and like all that stuff. And you just get so sucked. <laughs> it's a hard life Cole. I know what you're saying. <laughs> you just get yeah. sucked up and everything. It's yeah. just like you get busy. Life goes on. Sure. People have schedules. Of course. You know, people let you down. People, mm-hmm. whatever. Like you just like you're stressed out with work. You're stressed out with money. You're stressed out with uh, health, personal health. Yeah. Like there's just so much. So how do you like, bring it back? 
How like, do you, to make it work? Like to take those lessons you learned, I don't know, right? man. I, I think... Uh, is that what the struggle of I think that, that's a struggle. Yeah. I think that's the current situation I'm in right now is like I'm, I'm this guy that, you know, done a bit of traveling. I sure. did this grand adventure and, you know, I've got a cool job. It's creative, whatever. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm still trying to figure it out. And it's like, I don't know. Like but I'm see, very unmotivated. That well, That's what this is about, though. Because I think yeah. like people expect instant gratification. And whether you have gone out and put yourself on a limb like yeah. you did or you've you know not done that like majority of other people i think no matter where you're at whether you are sitting at yeah. a you know desk punching accounting numbers or doing a trail i mean very different lifestyles but both people at the end of the day feel like what's next what's the next thing am i supposed to be doing yeah. what's right for me and that's scary to me it is thinking about what's next people don't like to think about that be, and yeah. i think it goes back to perspective i sure. think forever i will have a little bit twisted perspective on what I should do in life because I had an experience mm. that was like that. Do you regret and it? No. I figured oh not. Oh my yeah. God. No. Like, so then you did look at your reaction. It was the coolest thing I've ever done you in did my the right life. Thing. Oh my God. Like, yeah. I thank myself every day that I did that. Of course. I just also am depressed by it because it's like you experience something so great. Mm. It's a big, it's like, it's big like, high it's like love, kind of, right. like love's yeah. one of the strongest emotions you can feel and love hurts bad. Like sure. love will always hurt. Right. And something that is a tough pill to swallow is nothing in life truly lasts. I'm not saying everything in life has to end, mm. but love or good times or happiness will always dip down into a sadness mm. or the opposite because life yeah. is built on perspective. Life is built on opposites. Mm -hmm. You can't have a left with a right, up mm -hmm. with a down. It's like you would not even understand being mm -hmm. happy if you didn't feel sad of course. equally. And you have that's, to balance it out. That's what sucks like about life. Kind it of. does suck. And, and it... And it's harmful, but I think in a weird way, once you sit on it for yes. a certain well, amount the, of time, deal you do is, get that perspective. Yes, and the it deal turns is, into perspective. perspective. But the deal is, is, yeah. is, it's good to understand that. Sure. Like when I'm sad now, like if I get really depressed mm -hmm. because I feel like, man, one, you know, back then you were like hiking this trail and you were so dope, and then you bought a sailboat, and what are you, what are you doing now? Like you're gonna go home and watch Mad Men. But I think about that and I get a little depressed. But at the same time. I have that perspective in my brain, like mm -hmm. that thing that switched that thinks like, it, like when I am feeling low, I'm like, it's not always going to be like this. Right. Like you have to go through this time yeah. if you want to get to a good time. Yeah. Well, I'm going to use Mad Men as a great little metaphor for this next little piece because Mad Men is a show in my perspective that I think pretty much, it's not perfect, but mm -hmm. it has a great arc because it has a very distinct beginning, middle and end. And yeah. I think... If I you look at it, it you have, I won't spoil it, but I mean, you talk about life being all about, you know, yes, everything has to end, but there's beauty in the journey. And I think that the journey yes. matters because I'll just say, you know, on a very strange level, if you watch Mad Men, that's a journey, very yeah. distinct beginning, middle end. Take another AMC show, Walking Dead. I used to love that show. Yeah. First couple seasons were fantastic, but that's an example of something that has it's gone on like far too journey. long. You could, you could argue that yeah. life is a journey, and you could also argue that a story is like a journey. It's got a beginning, middle, right. and end. I think you know, that, like, that Mad Men is the equivalent of if you're going out on a limb, you're doing what you need to do, but you come back, you take your lessons, and you apply it, yeah. versus Walking Dead would be starts out great, but you just yeah. chase that thrill too far, and then you push it, you make a good thing go. Yeah. And, and people do that. And I mean, I think life is about seasons and life is about 
things changing. I mean, we're getting super deep with this, but I mean, it's sort of we've pushed past creativity. It's it's more about like I mean, dude, what is inspiring. Any cre- go talk to yeah. any. It's about inspiring it though. Go talk to any director, any creative person yeah. in the world, and there are extreme lows in their life and there are extreme highs and ex- and of most of the time they don't know if what they're doing is right mm. like most of the time they're questioning things just like mm-hmm. everyone else is mm-hmm. the difference between obviously not to sound super motivational but the difference between successful people and not successful people are it's just people that actively pursue mm. discomfort and and continue through the rough times and not let it mm-hmm. like you know, because they're like life's a spectrum, right? If you have extreme highs, yeah. extreme lows, it's you, like there are people that can kind of like sway in the middle. Sure. You know, that's stability. That's whatever, right. whatever. And then also you got to understand just because someone's got a nine to five, just because you got a nine to five, that doesn't freaking mean that's what you're going to be doing for the rest of your life. Of course Consider not. the nine to five a low and then one day you're going to not do the nine to five and then you might but you know come back to weird, that. You know what's weird though? It's it, again, being all about perspective. I know people who have gone from freelance to nine to five Yes. And have loved the nine to five because they got the right nine to five. Yeah. And, and so like everyone's or it's like better definition for life, is different. Yeah. Right. And hey, like everyone's, everyone's different and yeah. what they need is different. And I think that at the end of the day, like being a creative person means that you can balance out your perspective and put it into a tangible format. Yeah. And that's what, you know, your art is whether it's film or painting or hiking. I mean, you know. Yeah, I think I think for me it's uh I like a challenge. Is I want to be challenged in life, and I think challenge is something that, okay, personally, yeah. like I, I'm, I'm relatively healthy. Uh, I could be healthier, maybe. Uh, I'm relatively healthy. I relatively, I, I mean, I don't have many problems in my life per se. Uh, of course, things could be improved in all kinds of aspects, but you know, life's pretty good, right? Yeah. Uh, but you know, I think you learn a lot about yourself when you challenge yourself or when you're challenged. It's the same being challenged obviously is like the same of getting out of your comfort zone. Sure. And it's like, I think that's what I, I look for. Um, and I think that's kind of like when I came back from the trail and I was kind of depressed because it's, it's kind of because I just like kind of felt purposeless, kind of felt like, you know, where, you know, I was being challenged every day. I was like in the midst of this challenge when I was hiking the AT, like, what am I doing now? Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, I think fear is really awesome. I don't hate fear. I don't yeah. like how it makes me feel sometimes, but I think fear is is sometimes the biggest motivator that we all need because I think fear helps propel you from the back when you need it, when you are trying to sort of plant your feet and, and just be. And fear kind of doesn't give. It doesn't care. Yeah. And, and it, it just gives you the kick. And people need the kick. Like... And I think it's about it's about making something that matters. And and when you take the the fear aspect of it, I mean, when when I made my first feature, Son of Clowns, you don't know how many people told me that I can't do it. I was 22, dude. A ton of people didn't think that was like responsible because they said, you know, why would you spend your own money? So many people told me, why would you spend your own money making something? Yeah. Because people said, just go grind out, work in the Hollywood system, work for 10 years, move to LA. I just, I didn't want to do that, dude. Like, it just seems old. Like, I don't know. Like, why? It just seems dated. Like, yeah. It, it, I have nothing against that. But no, just, I, th- I think I think you should, uh, I guess what you're saying is like, you should have big dreams and you should go for them. Yeah, but like, also, I sort of just like the very simple, like, 
F you to everyone who didn't think you could do it. Yeah, like, no, I, I definitely felt the same way. Like with the know? trail, like I didn't yeah. do the trail to rub it in people's faces. No, no, no. But, but like part of me was yeah. like, how are you going to do this? Like well, this is a little irrational. But then it's like I wanted to prove to everyone, including myself. Of course. Like, Dude, I can do no, this. No, answer, answer me this. Like how many times do you hear someone say something? I mean, just be, I'm being completely honest. Whether it's someone saying, I'm going to write a book. I'm going to make a film. I'm going to hike the oh, trail. I don't do I'm it. I'm going to go to Asia. And then you think oh. in your head... They don't let's do see it. where you're at in six months. Are you actually going to do it? Yeah. No, I've had so many times in my life. It's just, I've had friends that have just been like, uh, n- not even friends, honestly, just people, you know, uh, the yeah. reason why I hiked the trail or I like to do the things I do, mm-hmm. or I bought a boat because it felt like the right thing to do is because I realized mm-hmm. in my like, er, like younger, like 18, 19, 20 area, mm-hmm. I was like this kid that would always say I wanted to do things and I never did it. And I was so freaking fed up with myself. So fed up. I was like, I want to do something. I want to say I'm going to do something and actually do it for once in my life. And that's when I backpacked Europe. I was like, I'm going to, I want to like travel somewhere. And so I I ended up like saving money for like Mm -hmm. eight months. And I went to Europe alone for like three months and like had the most incredible experience of my life, you know? And it's like that, made me realize something that turned, you know, that shifted something in my brain. It made me think differently. It made me, it pushed me in a direction that I wasn't going to go because I actually did complete something huge that, you know, I didn't just say, Oh, I want to, Oh dude, I, Oh my God, I want to go to Europe so bad, dude. Like it'd be so sick to travel around Europe and like, just like go to Italy and stuff. You should do it, bro. No, I did it. It's like, I just freaking did it. I didn't tell anyone about it. I mean, I I was very like to myself about it. Mm -hmm. And that, you know, that led for me to kind of have the perspective of I should hike the Appalachian trail. I need to challenge myself. Um, and I think, you know, a lot of times people feel like I really, you know, people feel, oh, I want to do these things. I mm-hmm. want to, I want to shoot a feature. I want to, I want to travel. I want to, I want to hike a trail like that. Like it's my dream. I've always dreamt it. Um, and I'm not saying they're not going to do it, but sometimes people legitimately are not in the place to do those things. Like I was fortunate in all aspects of my life that it really was just a matter of me deciding to. Mm-hmm. But if you ask me, Cole, right now, like right this very moment, like go do it again. Like I'm just, I want to, I want to do something big like that again, but I, I'm just like fiscally and, and just in the place I'm at in life strategically, I am not in that place. Mm. And it's like, that's a weird place for me to mm-hmm. be in because for, you know, when I was 20, 21, 22, I was like in a place where like I really just like could do whatever I wanted. It, it, like I had to save my money, of course. Sure. I had to work hard, but like I just quit. And like right now, I'm a, I'm a little bit more into a career, and I've got a little more, uh, you know, little more money responsibility. And it's like I really just physically right now at this moment cannot, and that's a scary thing for me. And I get that. It's like. Not everyone can just like, you don't know what people are going through. You never know. But I think the thing that's different is there's people that say they want to do things and they're legitimately not in the place to do it. But then they, they, they never get out of that. And I think I'm, I'm actively striving to get out of that. Mm. Like just the other day, um, I spontaneously was driving home from work. I felt very like down about life. Just, you know, talking about all this stuff. 
um, I was like, what am I doing? Like why I need to challenge myself. And, um, I, I've been running a bit and kind of thinking about wanting to run a little bit more. I've been kind of toying with the idea of like, I should run a marathon this year, sure. right? Like I want to run a set marathon. a goal. Yeah. yeah. Like set a goal. Like, mm-hmm. I think, I think goals are good. Um, I think, one I, I think it's the, journey, I think it's the yeah. journey that's important, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but I think sometimes when you do like set a goal, it can kind of like spur you um because i think there's a difference between you can be inspired about a goal or you can be inspired about something in life but inspiration is very short it will not last like you can't you you, can't fuel the car on inspiration no inspiration is what starts the car but you got to have gas in the tank you got to be ready to go but i i kind of to be honest uh i've got i got a little inspired and i was just like uh, what am I waiting on? Like, you, you know, you said you want to run a marathon. Like you've said, you, you know, you've been running a bit, but you haven't been super into it. And, uh, I, I literally, I had a friend that, uh, posted this picture about a, a race that she was signing up for. And I, on my drive home within 10 minutes of seeing that picture, I signed up for that race, like paid for it and everything. And it's a freaking ultra marathon in yeah. Chattanooga. <laughs> it's a 50 K. So it's like 31 Jeez. miles. And I've got to spend the next six months training for that. Yeah. And it's like, I currently I'm running like, you yeah. know, four to eight miles every yeah. day, but like, which isn't 31 miles, but it's like, I'm going to work for something. How much do you want to bet? I mean, I don't know, but like, how much do you want to bet if you didn't, if you saw the post and you're like, oh, that's cool. Um, oh man, I got to catch up on that episode. Oh, I need to go play Fortnite real quick. Yeah. You, you probably wouldn't have And I think it's up. good to set goals because yeah. I, before I set that goal, you know, I was a little like, bleh, and I was like, mm, you know, I'm going to run today because it's good, but I don't want to yeah. run today. I just want to go home and I just want to play Fortnite, dude, or I just want to watch TV, yeah. dude. And so that's kind of the mentality man. I had. Yeah. But you know what? When I set that goal, you know, I, I was very inspired. Yeah. Of course, I'm, I'm still somewhat inspired, but I, I understand yeah. what it takes to work for something. But when I set that goal, now it, it just kind of changed my perspective a little bit. Yeah. I was like, you know what? I am a little tired, but it's not going to hurt anything to go for a run. And I've got this thing to, I've got this, you, you have know, the fear. Motive. It's what we were just talking. You have the fear of it well, propelling you, the fear of you backing out of your goal. Yeah. Well, because that yeah. scares you in a good way. I'm assuming. But, uh, yes. Because I would say that's a good way. I'm not I feel afraid of my goal or not. I'm not afraid, yeah. but yes, I, I don't well, no, want to let you, myself down. You, exactly. And it's the fear of letting yes. yourself down that propels you. For me, when I made Son of Clowns, it was the fear of not making Son of Clowns. For you me, it's people, the fear of clowns that gets me. Of course. Some people straight up are like scared to watch that movie because of clowns. I don't get it, but it's a legit phobia. I've had like 15 people tell me that. Well, clowns are freaky, man. I mean, as long as you're not Pennywise, like they're just clowns. But I mean, that's yeah. that's my take. But you know, um, but like getting back to it, like yeah, I, I think it's important to have goals. Yeah, I think uh, it's, actually, yeah. I think it's more than important. I think it's necessary. Like, I think everyone yeah. should have one. I think crazy goal I, okay, a year. okay. So there's a there's a there's a I think. I, did I talk about this on the last podcast? The dream, know. yeah. That the dream? that quote. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, I mean, you can talk about. It I on mean, this. yeah. It's just like brief quote. I'm gonna butcher it, but uh, I, I I found this book one day, and I don't read a ton, but in the back of the book, it was a book about this man that sailed across the Atlantic, and it was you know very Casual. inspiring to like do something like that. And at the end of the book, mm. he kind of says something like this. He goes, 
Uh, I believe everyone should have a dream and aspire to accomplish that dream. You know, your dreams can be big or small, yeah. but the important thing is that you have one. Sure. And, and the beautiful thing about a dream, no matter how big or how small it is, is upon accomplishing any dream, any goal, any like thing you've worked towards, uh, that changes you in an indefinable way. Okay, like accomplishing a dream or a goal changes you. It really does in an indefinable way. And and a lot of times if you set a goal or you set a dream and you go for it and you accomplish it, that leads to another dream mm. and another and another until the act of dreaming is as vast as the sea itself. That was the exact mm. quotes I think on it. But that's a really beautiful thing, mm. I think, because the idea of like, it's not that like I'm in a, I'm, you know, I hiked the AT and that was my dream and that was a goal and I accomplished it and it pushed me to be a better person because I, I just did something like the feeling I got from that is indescribable. Do you like yourself more after doing it? It's not that I like myself more. I'm just so happy mm, that, that I, you did it. I lived that. Yeah. I'm so like, like I'm so happy I lived yeah. that. And I think that's the point. That's the gist. It's like it changes you in an right. undefinable way. I can't explain it to you. I can't talk about sure. it. I just, I went for something and I accomplished it. And that dream, that accomplishment sure. has led to other things. You know, it doesn't have to be like running an ultra marathon. Like that's not necessarily as big as that, you know, like people run marathons all the time and like whatever. But you know what? It's like relative. it's not. It's all relative. It's it's the point of I'm going for something because and you've shaped yourself yeah. into a person that now does. Yes, and not says I want to do. So you've obviously traveled quite a bit, but do you feel like now you're bringing it in? And do you think it's possible to find that same excitement locally, uh, or do you think you have to always go out? Uh, that is a struggle I have. Mm is uh i live i live in baton rouge louisiana and i do get to do a lot of traveling with work i do i have done a lot of personal traveling and i've had a lot of fulfillment with traveling with work and personal traveling but something that i've always struggled with was finding like happiness finding friendships finding good things in my hometown mm. and uh do you feel like because you know it too well in a way and that it's hard to look yeah, at. Yeah, I mean, it no one really objective. loves their hometown, uh, you know, is it because it's what you're. It's what you're used to. It's what you're used I to. I think you can develop a certain type of love for your hometown, but I do think that people do need. I think everyone should move away from their hometown. I don't think anyone truly loves back. their hometown. I think some people can like their mm. hometown and like it. I just don't think everyone truly loves mm. their hometown. I just think more people than not don't love the idea of mm. going anywhere else mm. necessarily. It's comfort, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's still well, home. What's interesting is I'm not from Baton Rouge, but I lived here for two years. Yeah. I look at Baton Rouge with a very different lens. I mean, I'm sure there's some things we agree on about it, but I look at it with a very different lens than a lot of people who grew up yeah. here, in my opinion, because it's unlike what I knew. And I'm sure you could. Well, I look at it with a different lens yeah. too, because I mean, I grew up one way and sure. through my traveling and stuff, it has changed me. It yeah. has changed the way I look at things. Uh, but you know, that's normal. I mean, everyone's yeah. going to change the way they see things. It's a dumb thing for me to say, but, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I think I do struggle. I think that's part of where like 
the not I, I'm not trying to say I'm a depressed person, but where you kind of get some of that nostalgic depression when you're thinking about, man, I used to, you know, I've done I've traveled like I did these cool things. And it's like, you know, then I'll have days where I'm just like chilling in Baton Rouge, just like. Why is life so boring? But why it's like, is that bad? Or is that that's relative? It's not bad. It's good. It's good to have those mm-hmm. times where I'm like, you know what? Like, you know, I just, I just think it's good. I don't think that's a bad yeah. thing. I just think it's a perspective thing. I feel like exploration and travel are sort of who you are in a way, and you've embraced that. Yeah. And do you feel like that is sort of the ingredient you're going to need that jolt? Like you need your fix or do you feel like you can live life however you choose? No, I think I'm going to need that fix. I think life's too short for me specifically to mm-hmm. not feel those things, to not do those things. Me personally, like, like I said, life is so short, all that stuff. I do not think I can live my life without doing something big. Like I mm-hmm. want to do something big, not necessarily for other people, but you know how that you have those people out there that go hike Everest or do something big. Like I don't know what it is yet and I don't know how many people, things I'm going to do, how many more times I'm going to quit my life and go do something. But I think there's this like drive inside of me that's never going to die. And I I do not think that I could just continue to live my life without, Mm. without like exploring that again, Mm. like exploring that drive within me. I don't know if that means I'm going to go travel a bunch. And to be honest, I don't really, I'm not really, I'm not really in it for other people. Mm. Like I really just like, it's, it's a, for myself thing. I don't Mm. know if I'm going to sail the world one day or Mm. hike more long distance trails or what, but I just know for a fact, just with who I am, with that like door I unlocked that I will Mm. do something big again. And I, I, I I just want to continue to raise the bar. Right. And do you do that in a way to be creative to maybe inspire others or is it for like more yourself and if it inspires others great i don't know i think i think yeah i think it's kind of more for myself i think uh i don't know life sometimes i have kind of the crappy mentality of life is meaningless and stuff and but i think the the meaning is to make the most out of it and i think uh that's probably not the healthiest way to think but i think uh everyone's kind of selfishly driven no matter what it is whether it's money or sex or drugs or i don't know just everyone's selfishly driven with most things in life and i think i selfishly want to push the bar for myself but i think it's pretty cool to like talk to people Mm -hmm. and uh i think there's many 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 people that have done much more incredible things than i've done but i also think that there's it's kind of a cool thing to like be able to tell someone like yeah i hiked this like long Mm -hmm. trail and it's like yeah i did it for me but it's cool whenever people receive that in a way where they're like that they was can so, do something oh, with it that was so awesome yeah. like that's so inspiring like tell me all about it like yeah. i think that's awesome i and think I, the, I think it's good for everyone in their own little yeah. worlds to figure out what drives them and to go for things why? in a way to accidentally inspire people why do you think i'm doing the show dude i mean like straight up the reason t- i'm doing don't the ask show, you dumb questions i mean now that was kind <laughs> I'm of gonna give you a dumb answer yeah i, don't, I mean knowing you <laughs> But like for real, dude, like why do you think I'm doing the show? It's it's literally because it's to connect with people with different perspectives than mine. And it's to yeah. showcase that we're figuring it out. And like I think that's an underrepresented <laughs> narrative because I think everyone, like you were saying with the Instagram stuff, people show the filtered best self and the process is more interesting. As much as I love that picture you're talking about, I know the one you're talking about with the yeah. trail, yeah. I think your journey on the trail 
is more interesting than yeah. the finish line. It means more to me, for right. sure. Right, because what do you think about? When I think about the trial, I don't think about the finish. I think about the process. like all the little things. That's what's more interesting, dude. Like, yeah. at the end of the day, like, that's what people think about. So that's what you're going to have your conversation yeah. about. And I think it kind of comes down to, like, you really do have to selfishly do things for yourself because in the filmmaking world, people don't care about the process. People just want to see your final result, and most people don't even care about that. And that's hard, and that's a hard truth to swallow. So you really need to make sure that what you're doing is for yourself. I think you have to be able to have empathy for different processes, mm -hmm. but also be willing to show that, hey, this is how I got to my final place. Because for me, like I find it more interesting to know how someone made a film than just watch the final film. Because when I watch yeah. the final film, I kind of go backwards. I say, that was so cool. How did you do that? Yeah. That was so cool. What are you doing next? Yeah. Like, I try to retrace the steps that led them to that point. Yeah, no, it's it's like interesting yeah. the story of, of the how they person got there. that yeah. Yeah, yeah. brought it to there. Absolutely. Yeah. So sort of so this is the last question I ask everyone. Okay. And cool. this is like the consistent question in the show. Okay. What are you struggling with creatively currently? And how are you gonna force yourself to fix it or get better at it? And this is the point where I'm gonna also answer because I think I think this is gonna change with myself. And, you know, the more episodes we do... What am more, I struggling yeah. with creatively? What are you struggling with creatively? Just straight up. Is I feel that a like literal it's a, question? It could be literal. It could be metaphorical. I mean, if there's a specific project, go for it. If it's a broader thing where you're like, I just want to be a better this. And what are you going to do to change know. it? I think I'm struggling. I think creatively. Um, I think I struggle with living in the present. And I don't even know if that counts. But I think that's something that I... I, I it's kind of like a practice what you preach. It's like, mm -hmm. I'll sit here and preach like, dude, life is short. You need to go make the most of it. You need to have goals, work for them, enjoy the process, enjoy the stories, like learn from mm -hmm. Like I can sit here and be like that all day. But at the end of the day, it's like, sometimes I find myself like looking like I'm too zoomed out with life. Mm -hmm. Like I'm thinking about some of the stuff I've done. I'm thinking about, the stuff I want to do and I'm thinking about when am I going to do them and what's it going to be and when am I, if, am I going to get married one day? Am I going to have kids? Mm -hmm. Am I not going to have kids? Am I going to die in a car wreck? Like I don't know what's going to happen and sometimes you get caught up in that and you get caught up in life and you wonder when are, you know, when are some of these things going to happen and I think, uh, uh, I think better things happen to people whenever they don't think about those things and they live in the present. I think the, the more present you are with your own life the more answers that will be answered because i think i think yeah. i think life is motion mm -hmm. right you don't you know things don't i think visibility visibility clarity in life you know life is complicated sure. this is a big thing for me is i think life is a big confusing puzzle and i think uh the more you try to stare at all the puzzle pieces mm -hmm. it's not going to make anything come together you have to start doing something. You have to start moving forward. You have to, you have to live in the present and focus on pieces and put it together, and then it will all start making sense. And I think with mm -hmm. life, it's easy for me to sit back and like just have a day where I'm like, I just don't want to do anything. I just want to think about things. And it's sure. like, no, like I just need to go for a run, you know, go talk to these people, hang out with these people, work on my boat. Just, I need to, I need the to joy is life. in the doing. I need yeah. to do those things and live in the present. Cause that's what makes life because, life. Because the more you live in the present, the more things will start coming together. 
Absolutely. And, and I think and if that's, you're not, that's what I struggle with. Absolutely. That's absolutely. My current, like I'm just trying so hard and I'm thankful mm-hmm. that I'm realizing that. Mm-hmm. And I'm thankful that that's even on my mind. Yeah. And I hope it gets on your mind. Absolutely. I mean, that's what this is about. I mean, straight up. Yeah. I appreciate you sharing that. Like, because I know for me, I yeah. think about that exact same thing all the time. I know that's sort of a cop-out to be like, ditto. It is a cop-out. But, I mean, it is because let's be honest, like people don't like to acknowledge that. Yeah. Because my thing is this. I look at myself sometimes and I think, gosh, I'm thinking so much about the past and what could have changed in certain you know, yeah. artistic projects or whatever. I'm thinking about the future and like, how am I going to get this funded or how am I going to do this and that and the third? Am I even living in the present? Yeah. Have I ever lived in the present? Like everyone yeah. has to ask themselves that. And like, yeah, you have, but like, have you? Like, you know, that's what I always like, yeah. try to keep relative, you know? And you can get really deep with that. But I think at the end of the day, the joy is in the doing. And my biggest thing is to remind myself to do and not just to think and, yeah. and, the, and to find joy in doing because not to do automatically. Because I've gotten into the habit of doing things, but then I'm like, oh, I'm forcing myself. Like, where's the joy? Where's the recipe? Where's the balance? And so, yeah, it's hard. That's That's a, that's a complicated thing. You know, happiness is a complicated thing. Living in the present is a complicated thing. It's not something you can just like, it's almost something that the more you think about it, the less it's going to happen because the more you think about, I need to live in the present, the more you're realizing that you're, I mean, you're just not living in the present. It's a complicated thing. And I think it's just important. Like I said, to like, yeah, it's okay to think about it. It's okay to understand it. It's okay to have perspective, but you just just go do something. There comes a say point. Say yes where... to something that you don't normally say yes to. Mm-hmm. Go hang out with someone you don't normally do. Do interview yourself for a podcast that you know is going to be horrible because it, it doesn't matter. You're doing something. You're putting yourself out there. It's not going to be horrible. You'll 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 criticize yourself, but yeah. no one else will. Well, well, unless they're internet trolls, but you know. What can you do? I hope someone criticizes me. In fact, if you could just leave a critici- criticism in the comments. <laughs> do, Cole's do too your real. Do your worst. I dare you. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> this guy. I mean, dude, to, to wrap it up, I think honestly, dude, I think at the end of the day, the the part that's most genuine is when you do something. And I think that you're doing stuff. Yeah. And I mean, you don't have to change the world, man. Like, I think people put too I, much pressure. I don't pressure. want to change the world. <laughs> then you're good. Like, yeah. I mean, no, but like people put too much pressure. And I think that you can talk yourself in circles, but at a certain point, you have to stop studying and actually take the test. Yeah. Like so many people just study and learn. And yeah, like, I don't like that. You know, I mean, at a certain point, you got to study. Yeah. But you got to take in, the test. In a weird way, sometimes taking the test is a way of learning. Right. Because you might fail the test, but then you take it again. Yeah, or you do something else, take a different test. You know what I like to say? Like, I'm currently going through a very awkward stage of my life uh, with my hair because I'm deciding to grow it out. Okay. Okay? Like, I'm in this weird, just like... What's the ideal length? Like, well, I don't know. Knees? I mean, I don't... Like, I, it just, like, it's yeah. not this. This is not the ideal You want something length. longer. Yeah, no, I okay. want it to be a little long, and it's it's weird to go from short to long. You get into this weird, like... Middle, Why yeah. does that dude look like he's from the 70s? And, like, why is this... Does, is he homeless? I don't know. But one thing, an uh, important life lesson is, if you want to change yourself, change your hair. So, I always like that. I was expecting that to get really deep, and you just sort of just were like, <laughs> it's hair, dude. Don't yeah. think about it. I don't know. I think if you want to change yeah. yourself, change your hair. I think that's, that's a fun thing for life. I like that. Just change your hair. Change your hair. Do something different. And then I think that's the best way to end this interview because we've been so deep the entire time that I think 
Yeah. We got to wait out of the water a little bit. We can't, we can't just like end it there. Cause then all the people are going to be thinking about way too much stuff. Yeah. Without our guidance. Yeah. I mean, what are they going to be doing? Yeah. I mean, you know? Yeah. I personally have just really enjoyed this. Um, personally, I'm just thankful to anyone that watches this and I don't even know why. It's because people take time. I mean, it's, it's, no, it's, it's cool. a nice thing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, no, I mean, straight up, it is cool. Like, if you're watching, thank you. That that means a lot. Um, you know, yeah. It's it's fun talking about this stuff. It's good to have. Yeah. I think a, not enough people do it. R- to wrap it up, it's good to talk about mm-hmm. stuff like this. Mm-hmm. Like, um, so, you know, it's good to have conversation. Conversation is perspective. That's it's good to have a genuine conversation. Yeah. Genuine's relative, but I mean, I think at the end of the day, that's important. Yeah. No. Yeah. yeah. Whether it makes you uncomfortable or not. Sometimes it's like we said, uncomfortable is sort of good. I'm not really uncomfortable. I'm just really hungry. You want to get some food? Yes. I am like my stomach. If I put the mic up to my stomach, you could probably hear it. Well, I mean, I'm hungry. Hey, thanks, Cole. Is that how you end it? I mean, we can. My hand's sweating. You're you're leaving me hanging here. There we go. (laughs) Nice firm handshake. Yep. Thanks, guys. guys. It was uh, was a blast. It was a pleasure. If you enjoyed it, uh, Cole, where can they find you? Oh, uh, I mean, you can just like follow my Instagram. Uh, it's, it's casual. Cole L. Bryan is my Instagram. C-O-L-E-B-R-L-B-R-I-A-N, like a, like a first name. Uh, just shoot me a message if you watch this. And uh, give, me your, give me your best shot of freaking dairy, dude. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's intense. It's an intense no, guy. And, uh, no, YouTube, uh, Cole B, C-O-L-E-B. If you just type that in, you'll find my YouTube channel. Um, it's nothing super interesting. I just post like sailing stuff. So right, check out cool stuff. I think he's doing some cool stuff. Uh, yeah. definitely give him a like, a follow, whatever you do. And I uh, appreciate you guys listening. If you do listen to this on iTunes, leave us a little review. That'll help us out. Get more people to see it. You can subscribe on YouTube if you want. Do whatever you feel like. Uh, I just appreciate the fact that you watched. We'll see you guys next time. Actually, no, I will see you next time. Cole's not going to be here. All right, bye. <laughs>